Hello, and welcome to Exploring the Blank Page, a podcast for readers and writers of young adult fiction. I'm host Emily Hendricks, writer of YA sci-fi and fantasy, and my co-host is Kristen Crum, author of the YA rom-com It Happened at Christmas. The Blank Page is where we all start, published or not, and we're excited to share stories that inspire your writing or influence your next book choice. Now let's get to the episode. Welcome back to The Blank Page. Today's episode is so fun, and we get to chat with um, a new-to-us author, actually. Her name is Anna Augustine, and she's writing with Quillen Flame, who you might recognize from an earlier episode. Um, I had the privilege of being able to design the covers for her newest two books, one that is coming out shortly after this podcast releases, I think. Um, So we just get to chat about how she approaches her writing, Um, what her time management looks like, because don't we all want to know how how to balance our lives? (laughs) Um, But yeah, this episode was so fun and it was so great to know Anna a little bit better. Yes, I so enjoy talking with Anna. She was so great to talk to and I loved hearing her inspiration behind her um, novella, which is the prequel for the book that's releasing um, of Blood and Blade. And um, it was great. And I hope you guys enjoy. So sit back and enjoy this episode with Anna Augustine. Hi, Anna. Welcome to Exploring the Blank Page. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So excited for you to be here with us today. Um, You just released uh, by Light and Love, which is a prequel novella Mm -hmm. um, for your full length that's coming out. This summer, I think when this releases, it's close or has released, Um, but that one is by Blood and Blade. Can you tell us a little bit about what both By Light and Love and By Blood and Blade is all about? Yeah, so By Light and Love is, um, it takes place six years before um, By Blood and Blade, and it's about um, Safe and Reina and kind of their love story. And then we see Safe in By Blood and Blade as the bodyguard of Inara, who is um, at a wife market, which in that world is like where rich men um, go to find a wife. Um, And yeah, um, I had some people tell me when they beta read by Blood and Blade that they loved Zaif and they wanted more. So I was like, I'll do a prequel. (laughs) Why not? Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of how By Let and Love came to be. And then um, um, by Blood and Blade, I actually wrote it, the the bare bones of the story. So it's like 47,000 words in a week and a half um, over Christmas break <laughs> um, in 2021. What? Yeah. Um, I remember finishing like the, the bare bones and being like, I'm done. <laughs> um, done, quote unquote. Um, yeah, it just came really fast to me. And um, I love the world. It's very uh, Middle Eastern flair. Um yeah, it's just, it was a lot of fun to write. So I love when stories just like come like that. And it just seems so easy just to write and just get down the bare bones. Like you were, like you were saying, so where did you draw inspiration from for by blood and blade? Where did you come up with the world and the wife market? And yeah, so it kind of started out as just this idea of like, what if there was like almost like an, this is so creepy. I don't mean it to be creepy, but like an auction <laughs> house um, for for wives. And I was like, I can't write that. That's that's disturbing. No. Um, 
And I am a teacher's aide, so um, I go outside three times a day for recess and watch the kids. And I remember standing out at recess and I was like, well, you know, <laughs> um, I have two novella collections that I self-published. And um, I was like, they mention, you know, this land in the like the south um, and it, it's, it has a name in the book um, called Talitha. And I was like, that would be a place where there could be a market like that. And then it just like it clicked in the story, just like worked. Um, and so that's kind of how that started. It's a it's a like mentioned like twice in the six novellas um, in those two collections. And uh, but I was like, it works. It works as a whole nother world in a, another series. So. <laughs> so you mentioned that Zafe was a favorite character for the readers, your beta readers. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite character that you've written in either the novella or the full length novel? Um, probably Damar, who is the, the prince or the mirror in Bible and blade. He, uh, his motivation was really fun to explore and just kind of who he was. And he's very protective of, of the woman in his life and just, a sweetheart, even though he is under really crappy circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. And I'm curious because of the, uh, you mentioned like the Middle Eastern elements too. Is that something that you just research from like the comfort of your computer? Have you been there? Like, tell us a little bit about that. I've not been there, but I would love to to explore like the Holy Land specifically because I think mm -hmm. that's such a cool history there. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of research and a lot of like trying to figure out, okay, I know what it looks like, but what is it called? Yeah. Um, and finding the right names. And um, I, I'm really big with my characters. They all have meanings. So if you look them up, um, like the meanings of the names, um, it fits like that character, um, which is kind of mentioned in by Blood and Blade for like Damar and Anara and their their names and what they mean. But like all the characters have like, their names have like meaning to them, which I just, I love, I love that. So yeah, a lot of research and Google and yeah. 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 It's our it's our best friend, right? <laughs> it really is. It really is. Oh man, I love it. Well, we kind of jumped right in um because we wanted to hear about your books, but we'd love to know a little bit more kind of about your publishing journey. I know that you did start off, I, I believe you independently published um mm -hmm. those novellas, correct? Yeah. Um and I was I love to hear that they're like connected because I love that. Like when worlds are kind of like Oh, there's this book and it kind of connects with this book, but it's not like dependent on, you know, there's mm -hmm. like, you know, that they're in the same world. <laughs> I have a lot of that going on. So <laughs> that's really exciting. <laughs> but yeah, tell us a little bit about your publishing journey from going from independently published to now publishing with Quill and Flame. Like, how did that happen for you? Yeah. So COVID happened in 2020, clearly. And I was home with nothing to do. And I, I had written a little bit in like high school. Um, and then it just, I just kind of stopped. Um, I created it, oh, creativity, um, got a little just like stifled. Um, I traveled with the ministry for a year and so there just wasn't time to write. Um, so then, you know, stuck at home with nothing else to do. I started reading again and writing again. Um, and I wrote, um, a like, um, allegory, uh, story. Um, that will probably never see the light of day. It's just my story. <laughs> um, and I finished it and I was like, well, what do I write now? And so um, I wrote a novella, um, a very short novella and put it on my blog. 
And everyone was like, you need to like write more of this and you need to publish this and whatever. And I'm like, okay, it's like really short. Um, but there was a whole family in it. And so I was like, well, I can do three stories and publish it, um, you know, just independently. Mm -hmm. And that was totally just a, like, everyone's like, you should do it. And so I was like looking on like Fiverr for cover artists that I could afford. Um, and, you know, self edits mostly so it's not fantastic um and so I just self-published it and it did really well people loved it and I was shocked I was like really <laughs> um so it was it was literally just people on um my Instagram community just helping me figure out how to do it mm -hmm. um and so it was a journey and I yeah that's how that happened and mm -hmm. then um with this one with Bible and Blade um I really felt like I had something special with this one and so I'm like I'm going to you know query it um and it was again I was at work and um on a break and I saw people posting about this new publisher and I was like well what is this what do they publish oh oh why and a romance well I have something for that why not and that day I submitted it was really funny too because our internet had gone out and um wasn't working and so I managed to send the first three chapters from my phone because I had it on like a Google Doc and so I was able to send it. Um not really expecting to hear back. And the next day I heard back from from Cool and Flame and it was crazy journey of rewriting and making it longer and, and better and resubmitting. And yeah, that's just kind of how that happened. Again, just yeah. Orchestrated and it worked out. So <laughs> I love that. I think that's great. And I think sometimes like, because, you know, uh, with suspended of the stars, my book, I had put that out on my blog too. And I, I find it such a fun community. I know, um, I'm blanking on the name, uh, Wattpad. I don't know why I was thinking word for some reason. Wattpad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know like with Wattpad, it's the same kind of thing where you get this community, investment in your work. Um, and it's just like, I think it's incredible. I think it's something that it, I think it, our fear maybe as writers is that we put something out and maybe, well, I already put it out. They're not going to want to buy the book or whatever, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's not true. Like people love it and they want to own copies of it and things like that. So I love to hear that that was your experience with that. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you switched to Quill and Flame, well, I say switched, but when you decided to go with Quill and Flame for this book, um, did you anticipate like changes that would be, let me put it this way. Did you anticipate the difference that it would be from independently publishing to publishing with a small press? Like, were you nervous at all or just kind of like ready to go for it or how that, how that happened for you? Yeah, I was a little nervous, um, to give up some of the control. Mm -hmm. Um, just, but, but some of it's a relief because mm -hmm. like edits and all that are taken care of. And mm -hmm. I don't have to stress about like the financial side of it, which is super nice. Um, I do love having someone higher up who deals with the issues of mm -hmm. like trying to get it up on Ingram and trying to, you know, yeah. get author copies. Like, I don't have to really stress about that as much, which is nice. Um, but yeah, Quill and Flame is very creator friendly. Um, I did a lot of research and like, um, I talked to the, the owner before signing just because I wanted to know, I'm like, okay, how much control do I retain? Like, mm -hmm. what does that look like? Um, so I do like a lot of my own marketing still. I do, um, I have my edits that I do and, and it's very creator friendly. So that was really, that was my biggest concern mm -hmm. going 
small press or traditional is like losing some of my creativity control, Mm -hmm. Um, but they've been great about Mm -hmm. that. So I love that. I think we see that too from um, like the going independent and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, all the things that I used to do (laughs) now someone else is doing, Mm -hmm. which I think just, it's like for our listeners, I think that knowing who you're going to publish with is so huge, whether that's a huge big five publisher or a smaller press, it doesn't really matter because they're still producing your book for you too. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really wise that you went into it like that. Like, Hey, how can we, you know, what is this going to be like for me? So I love to hear that. And we, we had AJ on our podcast as well. So we, we, okay. (laughs) We'll inflame here. (laughs) Clearly. I mean, I do covers for them. So (laughs) you did my cover and I I did. (laughs) So shifted a little bit to talk about the blank page because we love talking about the blank page on exploring the blank page. Um, <laughs> we would love for you to share how that looks like, what that process looks like for you when you're approaching that blank page. When you have that new story idea, are you more of a pantser or a plotter? Are you somewhere in between? Yeah. Um, usually it's, it's like a what if question, like what if this happened? And then I I usually write down the idea. I have too many um, is my problem. Um, so I probably have like a document somewhere of like 40 ideas that will never be written. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'll write down like the idea. Sometimes I'll write like a synopsis if I have a really like bigger idea. Um, and then, yeah, it's usually it's pantsing most part, like just starting with like chapter one or a random scene in the middle and then figuring out how to connect it um certain stories I've done an outline like the Talitha 2 the sequel um was very there's a lot of like political intrigue in it and I'm like okay I need to sit down and figure out the beats because I'm (laughs) I'm struggling um so it really depends on the story how I approach the initial beginning of it is is different per story so yeah yeah so by blinded Blade is a full-length novel. And of course you have um, the collection of novellas. Mm-hmm. How does your process change from writing novellas to like writing longer fiction? Or is it about the same one? Just it's about the same. Longer? Yeah, it's about the same. Um, so technically, I guess when I finished by Blood and Blade the first time, it was novella size. It was like 47, 49,000 words. Um it is now like doubled in size. Um, so, um, yeah, it just kind of depends on the story and sometimes I have to go back and add like another scene to make it longer or whatever. Cause most of my stories I, I underwrite frequently, probably cause I don't. Plot. I am an underwriter. <laughs> I am an underwriter and I plot. So, I mean, that's like really, <laughs> um, so you mentioned that you're also a teacher's aide. Uh, what does a typical writing day look like for you? Like, how do you fit it into your like daily schedule? Um, I I don't end up writing every day usually, um, because I yeah I work. Um, I'm at the school at seven thirty. I get home at three thirty, um, and then depending on what's going on in the evening, um, I'm also taking college classes slowly to get my degree. So sometimes I have schoolwork, um. I do carry a notebook in my bag. So if I have a break, I'll, I'll write a little bit by hand, but um, yeah, it's usually at night. I try to squeeze it in, um, get, get a 
some schoolwork done and then squeeze like an hour in between that and dinner. Um, yeah, I love weekends because then I usually can write more. <laughs> uh, Sunday afternoons are my best friend for writing. So, <laughs> yes, yes, I am with you on that. <laughs> I have noticed that as well. Like sometimes it's just so hard if you're doing other things. Like for me now, writing is more of a focus. So I have to make time. Well, not that you can't, but you know, it's, I don't have another job aside from my cover mm-hmm. design. But it's sometimes so hard when you're like, especially when you're doing two projects, one that's like a fun writing project, like I, this is writing I really want to do. And then there's mm-hmm. writing that I have to do. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's your your full-time job or whatever, it still like drains you a little bit. <laughs> and uh-huh. you're like, yeah, all right, now it's nighttime. I got to dig, and it helps. dig deep. <laughs> I've noticed it helps when the story is coming easily. If I'm mm-hmm. stuck, then I'm like, no, mm-hmm. we're not writing tonight. My brain can't do this. <laughs> it's so true. And honestly, we probably write better when we're a little more fresh too, right? Or like when someone's yes. spinning us on, I guess. Um, so I, I'm guessing here, and I think you might've mentioned on Instagram, but you also do some illustration too, right? Or like digital. Painting? Yes. Very, very new to that new and to it's that. not always great but it relaxes me um I can turn on like an audiobook or a podcast and then just kind of doodle um just for fun yeah I did a bunch of the glow and flame characters that's I, I just enjoy it yeah well and then because we're just we're just digging digging all in here you also <laughs> do some behind the scenes stuff for cool and flame as well right I mean yeah you mentioned that to me before um so you have a lot of things going on and I guess my question, which you kind of answered a little bit of like, this is how, you know, you do how you fit your writing in, but how do you balance all the things? Do you like to try and do maybe like blocks of time for things? Or are you more of a like fit it in when you can? How does that look like for you? Um, Yeah, it's kind of more just fit it in where I can. <laughs> I'm not great at planning, which is why I probably don't plot. Um, <laughs> I usually try to make like a, like a reminders list on my phone and check it off because I had a a bunch of stuff I had to do yesterday to catch up because this this past couple weeks have been crazy um but yeah just kind of fit it in where I can and Mm -hmm. usually the mindset I'm in like I've been in more of like a graphic design mode recently so I've been doing graphics for upcoming releases and stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Do you, do you enjoy that kind of stuff? Like, do you enjoy doing the marketing side of things for your books? It, well, yeah, that's actually, <laughs> actually what I'm getting my degree in is marketing. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Cause I've been enjoying it and I'm like, I could do this for a long time, especially for like the, the book world. I enjoy marketing books. Yeah. So that's awesome. We love it. Cause it we have to do it too. Right. <laughs> I think it's honestly, it's one of those things. If you're interested in getting into publishing in whatever realm, you know, whether that's mm-hmm. now or 10 years down the line, I think it's really wise to know what you can about marketing of all sorts because mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, hard it and we're all responsible for it mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what. Yep. So Anna, before we jump into our lightning round questions, can you let us know what is up next on your writing horizon? Yeah, so I mentioned Talitha 2. That's coming out sometime next year. Um, I'm working on edits for a um, sports rom-com, hockey rom-com, which is a new genre for me, but I've been enjoying it. Um, And then I have two, well, another novella and another novel planned for the Talitha series. They're very just kind of simmering right now. Um, We'll see if they happen. 
and then um a few more rom-coms in the same world so yeah busy busy i know i like it (laughs) all right here we are lightning round to start us off um can you name a few books or just one that you're reading right now i am rereading the inheritance games um which i enjoyed the first time and i'm rereading it and annotating and then um a advanced copy for a friend for endorsement awesome all right i have to ask because everybody talks about annotating what is it that you like? Do you like to pull out phrases? How do you annotate your books? I'm um, lines that make me laugh or just like, oh, that's really well written. Um, this one I've been doing like character descriptions too, so I can remember because I always forget what they look like. Yeah. Um, and I'm I highlight and I tab. So okay, nice. I know it's like a it's a whole thing. I feel like I see so many people doing it on Instagram, and I'm like, I love it, but I just don't know. I don't know that I would do it. Not because I don't appreciate it or respect it because I do, but like, I don't know. I just like it. I don't know that I could like sit up in bed and do it. I'm just like, I'm a Kindle now. <laughs> I, well, that, that's the reason I started because I loved the Kindle. I loved being able to highlight and go True. back and look. And so I was like, I'm just, I'm going to mark up my books. I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love falling down like the annotative bookstagram hole and I like pulled out a book and I was like, I'm going to annotate this. And then I'm like, try it. I'm like, this is not working. This is not, I'm not doing it as cool as I see on Instagram. <laughs> you have to start somewhere, I guess, right? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, well, and I promised like a couple of annotated copies of, of my book and I think it would be easier. You know, you kind of get, because mm-hmm. you're in your own world, you know? Um, but I think it would be, I, I could totally see though. I could totally see highlighting stuff because sometimes I've come across things and I'm like, man, that is just so amazing. Like so well-written or like so unique. And I, I mentally highlight it, but <laughs> I just don't go the next step, I guess. <laughs> for me, it's harder for my books because I've read them so many times for edits that I'm like, I don't want to read this and, and annotate it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see that. <laughs> All right. Who are some of your favorite authors? Oh, I know it's a big question. That's what we said. Some, (laughs) um, Lisa T. Bergen is a big one for me. Um, she's the reason I write like romantic fantasy. So I love her books. Um, they were my high school obsession. Um, let's say her, um, uh, Tara Grace. Um, she wrote the Elven Alliance series. I love that series. (laughs) Um, um she's another fantasy romance author that i really really enjoy mm-hmm. i'd say i'd say those two mm-hmm. awesome. off the top of my head but i yeah i oh, have a lot more <laughs> totally <laughs> uh what's your favorite trope uh enemies to lovers and arranged marriage yes. i love a good preferably together marriage. yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> because then they're stuck together no <laughs> and you have to get along <laughs> you do um, what's a non-bookish hobby that you enjoy? Um, I used to be really into crocheting. Mm. It's been a very long time because I've been so busy with book stuff. <laughs> so that's my main hobby. But yeah, crocheting, I've gotten into that. Nice. All right. Because we know that you've done both. What do you prefer, novellas or novels? Reading novels, writing novellas. 
Oh, I like that. <laughs> Good qualifications. <laughs> um, and then I think you did answer this, but I asked this question before I knew you'd say this already. So I'll still ask it. When you're writing, do you prefer morning or night? So I usually write at night, but I prefer having the whole day to write. So I prefer starting in the morning. So you're like, yes. Is it yes? <laughs> <They're> both. <laughs> right. um, if you could live in the world of a fantasy series, any series, for one year, what what would you pick? I mean, mm. this is a hard one. There's so many good ones. Preferably one where I wouldn't die. Yeah. <laughs> so probably Narnia. Mm, that's a good one. Like oh, during yeah, the golden age, that, that would be where, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, what is one piece of writing advice that always comes to mind? I think I read this on Pinterest and it's attributed to C.S. Lewis. I'm not sure if he actually said it or not, but he said, um, writing should sound as good out loud as it does on the page. Ooh. And so if I'm not sure if a sentence makes sense, I will read it out loud to make sure it sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, that quote that I read. So I love that. That's a great idea. I love if That's I can great one. audio my book in some way before I send it off. Well, and I also love audiobooks, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before we wrap up, where can people find you online and where can they purchase your books? Um, the books are on most sites. Um, By Bowden Blade just became available for pre-order recently. So I guess when this comes on, anyway. <laughs> um so it's on most uh, bookstore sites. And then um, you can find me on Instagram at Anna underscore Augustine underscore author. Um, and then there's links on Instagram for my other social medias um, in the bio. Awesome. Thanks so much for being our guest today, Anna. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Exploring the Blank Page. You can support this podcast by clicking the support button at anchor.fm slash exploring the blank page or by subscribing on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Instagram at exploring the blank page podcast and individually at Kristen Crumb and at create explore read. Until next time, stay safe and get creative exploring the possibility of your blank page.